the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. I suppose it will not be a surprise to you if I admit that words have always been a bit intoxicating to me. I've always been captivated by great statements, weighty impact that our words can have. I was always the kid who endeavored to make the rah-rah speech, the Newt Rockney speech. I'm inspired by the turn of a phrase that conveys power and boldness. And a couple phrases have been resonating with me today, some of which I read today, some of which I read a while back as we try to knit together the main headlines that we'll discuss today on a Thursday edition of the Bruce Hooley Show. We have the Kyle Rittenhouse situation going on in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Jury has been deliberating now in its third day. Kyle Rittenhouse's Life could be spent in prison for going to Kenosha and shooting two men who died and another who survived. Was it self-defense? It seems yes to me it was. Does that mean the jury will find so? Well, the jury has to suffer its own consequences for doing that. And Kyle Rittenhouse may be an easier person to suffer those consequences in the minds of jurors than the jurors themselves. That is the fear um, from those of us who think that Kyle Rittenhouse did a dumb thing, grabbing a gun, injecting himself into an explosive situation, but acting on his right to defend himself should not put him behind bars. COVID and the Kyle Rittenhouse case have not yet been linked Racism, the uh, fascination, immersion, uh, overindulgence in believing that it still exists has been raised in the Kyle Rittenhouse case, but COVID has been uh, left out of that equation. Yet, something that I read today uh, in a book that I find inspiring and in a book that I would suggest you get, if you can, uh, to be inspired by yourself, uh, does link the two and just about everything else. That's in the headlines today. The book that I'm talking about, and I'm not trying to show for the book. I don't even know the guy who wrote it. Uh, I don't even know if you can buy it. You can probably buy it on Amazon. But the book is called Jumper Cables for the Mind. Jumper Cables for the Mind. It's got a great photo on the front of a guy with his hair, you know, as you'd expect your hair to be if you stuck your finger in a light socket or clamped jumper cables around your fingers. But what this is is... It says right on the front, Modern Day Proverbs. So this gentleman, Don Howell, I believe he's from Ohio, is an insurance executive, I think, uh, has throughout his life also been inspired by words. 
and has written down some of his own thoughts, some of the thoughts of others, and he calls them modern-day Proverbs. Now, if you've been listening to this show very long here on The Answer, you know that I try to spend a bit of time every morning in the biblical book of Proverbs because I believe that is wisdom that I can pour into my mind in small doses, a chapter a day, corresponding to the date of the month. And I've found that as I've done that over the last hmm, three years, a lot of those wise words have embedded themselves in my conscious mind and subconscious mind. I find myself throwing them out from time to time, or I find myself saying, hmm, humility. There's something about humility in Proverbs. i got to go find that. I've probably underlined it. There are probably more verses in Proverbs underlined in my Bible than there are not underlined. But I like the book Jumper Cables for the Mind. If you're not into the Bible or if you have no interest in the Bible, Jumper Cables for the Mind is good common sense. But I will tell you that Don Howe is a Christian, and I'm sure that a lot of this was divinely inspired for him. And here's what I read today. When I thought about all this talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse case, and then I came into work and I read extensively about the fact that the OSHA mandate for vaccinations has been suspended by OSHA because they lost in court, and they're likely going to lose in court permanently now that that case resides in the Sixth Circuit in Cincinnati, where 11 of the 16 judges are appointed by Republican presidents. But this statement, this modern-day proverb from the book Jumper Cables for the Mind, explains a lot of things that are going on in our society today. It's that people see only what they're prepared to see. And much of what they see depends on what they're looking for. People see only what they're prepared to see, and much of what they see depends on what they're looking for. In the Kyle Rittenhouse case, if you listen to Don Lemon, Joy Reid, They'll tell you it's all about racism. And why do they say that? Because Kyle Rittenhouse, social media, private emails, text to friends is laced with racist commentary, racist epithets, racist invectives? No. If it were, you better believe that prosecution would have highlighted it at the trial because they really didn't have anything else to highlight. Is it because Kyle Rittenhouse shot people perceived to be innocent African-Americans? No. All of his victims were white. All of his, I shouldn't say victims. The judge says you can't say victims. I shouldn't say victims. I'll retract that. All of the people he shot were white. But there was a protest. It was because a black man, Jacob Blake, was initially shot by police for resisting arrest and on and on and on and on. I went through all his bad choices, Jacob Blake's bad choices yesterday. But why did Joy Reid, Don Lemon, Ibram Kendi, Nicole Hannah-Jones, why do they all see race as the root of not just the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting, but everything? Why do they see that? Why? Well, let's go back to the proverb. They see what they want to see. It depends on what they're looking for. Why do people see racism, white supremacy, white privilege, implied, implicit bias? Why do people see that in everything? Because that's their outlook on life, and that is what they're looking for to confirm what their outlook is. 
Don Lemon, Joy Reid, Ibram Kendi, Robin D'Angelo. They're all millionaires many times over. Tell me again how the American system hasn't worked for them. They say, wow, they're selfless people. They really, really care about their fellow men. You're, they've made it, but they're, you know, they're, they're not satisfied with that. That would be noble if it were true. But what they're saying, is it lifting anybody? Is it making anybody better? No, it's not. Likewise, the people who were absolutely imprisoned by fear of COVID. Story in USA Today, written by Karen Weintraub, is trying to encourage people to get vaccinated. And all the people who think COVID is going to kill you and will kill you, and you've got to be afraid of COVID. Why do they think that? The data doesn't say that. Why are they now preaching that, hey, oh, thank goodness, by Friday, boosters will be approved for everyone. You can get a booster if you want it. Everybody can get a booster. Thank goodness for boosters. And then you read the story, and it really doesn't sound like they know what boosters will do. It doesn't sound like boosters are going to last very long. The very lead of the story says COVID-19 vaccines do a great job presenting hospitalization and death. Okay, do they? Because the numbers I read say 30% of the people who are hospitalized with COVID and die are breakthrough cases. Now, that's that's preferable to the 70% who are getting it without being. But I don't know that 30% with a vaccine is a great result? Like, don't you think, or didn't you think, if you got vaccinated? If you got vaccinated against, I don't know, hepatitis C, polio, venereal disease, cancer. If you got a cancer vaccine, would you think, man, I'm set. If they said, now, by the way, there's a 30% chance you can still get cancer. Like right now, walking around, healthy person. Do you spend all day, every day thinking about, I wonder what my percentage chance of getting cancer is? You would never even cross your mind, unless maybe you had a friend in the family or somebody like that who's struggling with it right now. But they plant this seed. Hey, hey, it's doing a great job. Get that vaccine. Oh, you got a 30% chance of dying with it. Listen to this paragraph. Remember, this woman just wrote, vaccines do a great job. Preventing hospitalization and death. Four paragraphs later, she writes this. This is her top quote in the story. From Ted Ross, an infectious disease expert at the University of Georgia, who recently got the booster himself. Well, Ted, Ted must feel supremely protected by his booster. Can't wait for his quote, right? Here's his quote. Boosters, the thing boosters might help with, might is to help dampen the surge, not not eliminate it, or increase, we're going to see this winter. We're going to see? We're going to see it? You're getting everybody vaccinated and boosted? And you say, Mr. Booster, bulletproof, great job, that we are going to see a surge? That it might help or dampen it, not eliminate it? That peak of increase or surge will hopefully not be as steep. Hopefully, he's seeing what he wants to see. He's seeing what he's prepared to see. He's seeing what he is looking for. 
Very telling as we begin a Thursday edition of The Bruce Hooley Show. So I opened the show today by talking about how much I love words. And part of the reason why I love them is because they're insightful and they can be inspiring and they can be enlightening and they can be illuminating. And so much of our discourse today is dishonest discourse. That's a kind way of saying it's a lie. So much of the narrative out there is a lie. See, I don't like narratives. I like truth. Truth I like. Truth is something you can stand on, something you can root yourself into, something you can grab hold to, affix yourself, weld yourself to it. You will be buffeted by error, by lies. We are buffeted by lies every day. Socially, politically, spiritually, we are buffeted by lies every day. Lie going on in the Kyle Rittenhouse case is that America is a racist country and that Kyle Rittenhouse was raised to be a racist and he went there to kill people because he is a racist. He couldn't have gone there to clean graffiti off walls. He couldn't have gone there to serve the people of Kenosha, Wisconsin, try to bring safety and security to the streets because the police sure couldn't do it or somebody would capture him on a cell phone camera doing something and they'd lose their livelihood, if not their life. No, Kyle Rittenhouse's motives couldn't possibly be pure because, well, Kyle Rittenhouse is white and probably a Trump voter and there's never any good there. Everything's black and white and white is evil and the people who tell you that are people who will gain from it. Not all black people think that way, of course. Not all minorities think that way, of course. Um, but the case that America is a terrible place where you're oppressed and you have no chance to get ahead if you're a minority is disproven every day by millionaires, billionaires, ultra-successful people. And what have those people prioritized in their life? Well, they've worked hard. They've set goals. They've uh, persevered through adversity. And there are many, many success stories like that. Not all success stories. I, I don't even hold up entertainment. You know, I don't hold up LeBron James as an example of somebody made it because I, I think LeBron uh, was given just outrageous genetic gifts and then worked hard. But, you know, not everybody can be a professional athlete, so I think that's not a good example. But you can grow up to own a business like my friend Ron, multiple businesses, you can grow up in the projects like Ben Carson, become one of the most world one of the world's most renowned surgeons. You could grow up like Kamala Harris, become vice president of the United States. I mean, I don't share her politics. I would not want any of my daughters to emulate the way she got to the top. But she's there. So words matter, truth matters. And I am inspired by words that crystallize what I see, where we are in our world. So I, when I hear something inspiring, I write it down. And I try to remember it in my mind, and I try to remember where I wrote it down. So if I can't quite remember all of it, I can go back and look at it later. And so a couple of things are resonating in my mind today, and I'd like to open the phones, 844-TALK-989, 844-TALK-989, because you may have a saying, a word, a verse that inspires you. 
let's keep in mind, look, I'm an evangelical Christian. It's a prism through which I view life. Not everybody who listens to this show is, and I'm always trying to be respectful and balance my biblical worldview and citations from my biblical worldview and not drive away audience members. Because the thing I love about this audience is that if you're not a Bible-believing Christian, I still believe you have respect for that. You really understand the value of it. Or you understand that, you know, its existence isn't a threat to you. See, that's the thing with the left. They think that Christianity is a threat to them. And the reason why they think it's a threat to them is because Christianity extols things like humility and submission and service. And the left hates those things because they don't want you serving others because it blows their narrative. Right? It blows your narrative. If you're buying Christmas presents for uh, Angel Tree and kids whose uh, parents are in prison, you know, those kids are being told, well, I don't have a chance. You know, you don't have a chance. And then you show up and they're like, wait a minute, somebody I don't even know did something really nice for me. Like, maybe people don't stink anyway. Maybe you're wrong on that whole narrative you're giving me that I'm oppressed. But one of the things I wrote down over the years, and this is so true when you see people who are so unhappy, who have made it, right? Does Don Lemon look happy to you? These people on MSNBC, does Rachel Maddow look happy to you? Does Joy Reid look happy to you? Not to me. Voltaire said something one time. It is impossible to free fools from the chains of that they revere. It is impossible to free fools from the chains that they revere. Ibram Kendi's made it. Don Lemon's made it. Chris Cuomo's made it. Andrew Cuomo's made it. Pelosi's made it. AOC's made it. Where is the joy in their life? Where is any kind of outward expression of gratitude? I've said before, There's no gratitude on the left. None. It's always take, 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 strive, strive, get more, 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 more. It's a miserable way to live. It's a miserable way to live. And they cannot be freed from that prison because they have chains that they revere. And the chains that they revere are related to America's terrible. People are out to get you. I just can't imagine being imprisoned by that. It's sad, but it's their reality. It doesn't have to be ours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.